0: Mm. Mm. Ain't to Real one. Ain't to Boss. Welcome to Ain't Purposely to Bossing it. Up, where we talk about bossing Ain't up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Oh, this is your girl T, the host of Perfectly Boston Up. On today's episode, we have Karan Joseph Riley. Karan Joseph was born to change the world from the days of his younger years, growing up in Detroit. Karan has been a light to many tracks in dark places. His mother always fueled his smart work ethic compassion for people, and drive to shift people's quality of life holistically. Taran retired as a professional football player to fully concentrate on his focus on acting, entrepreneurship, and philanthropy. Taran began to master his craft by taking classes, acting classes, in Los Angeles. One year after retirement from football, he transformed his body to fit the big screen. His career took off when he booked his first speaking role in a Ross Park romantic comedy, 35 and chicken and then many other roles followed in single ladies for better or for worse and Tyler Perry's meet the brown. He is a sickle cell disease advocate and he is very passionate about educating people about it. So I introduce to you all Karan Raleigh. Hello Karan.
1: Peace hey, Queen. How you doing?
0: I am great. I am great. How are you on this evening?
1: I'm great, man. I can't. I won't. I won't complain because it ain't gonna do nothing anyway, right?
0: <laughs> right. Absolutely. Like a whole bunch of complaining doesn't solve any problems. <laughs> right. <laughs> so let's get into this interview. So this let's podcast is. So this podcast is called "Purposefully Bossing Up." So, yep. on, what is your definition of purpose? My definition of purpose is um,
1: that that feeling inside of all of us with everything when you're doing something it doesn't necessarily have to be for money at all but you but your your spirit is like your light, you're helping somebody else usually and it's 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 about just really locking into exactly what you were put here to do it's like what what cycle of life are you in because I my my philosophy and my belief is that we continue to come back on this planet in different cycles depending on how long you stay each time until we get mm-hmm. to a point of enlightenment, in our spirits, that we can actually sit down and have an actual conversation with God. So for me, one lifetime you may be learning how to completely like. In, in the end, I believe we are supposed to be serving and getting to mm-hmm. the end where we where we where we have no real self awareness of self other than knowing that we're powerful beyond measure and we have a responsibility for that. But at the end of the day, we're more concerned with what can I do with myself. To help everybody else, you know what I'm saying. I think once we all get to that point of enlightenment where everything is, you, you have no attachment to things, people. You you just become a mm-hmm. real spirit of actual service. And I think you can't do that in one lifetime. You know, you right. You see, you see our prophets that come and our people that come and, and shine at a, at, a, at a different light. I just believe those are some of the oldest spirits that that are walking. You know what I'm saying? That come like Ali and 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 Aliyahs of the world, and Gandhi's and uh, Malcolm X's. Those are the spirits that have been here couple more times ahead of some of some of the rest of us so their enlightenment is a lot higher so they were able to actually sacrifice that they gave the life to service of others trying to help yes. everybody sure. else so i think once we all get to the point where we are able to be just like jesus was and sacrifice of his life for everybody else that's when we can go back and sit down and actually have a conversation with god and i think that's the ultimate goal for all spirits and that's what purpose is to me what would you die for and who would you die for and what exactly is it that you're doing that you're not for doing it. You know what I'm saying? That was a long Mm -hmm. summary but that's how I
0: feel. That was good though. That was good. That was good. And I tell people all the time, you know, I can ask the same question the same way and you'll get a different answer each and every time. But it ultimately boils down to what wakes you up in the morning? What gets your, you know, your, your school turning? What, what makes you happy? Not, you know, internal, you know, internal happiness. Not right. just on the because you can be walking down the street, smiling all day, every day. But that don't necessarily mean that you're happy on the inside. So right. It, now it's all internal. This,
1: yeah. It's all internal. And Everything that comes internal I means, you know, us as a people, we've lost our way. I believe just because we all we we've been trained and programmed to look from everything except internal. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We we we've, we've all been programmed to look outwardly for the answers for our, for our for our problems if, if we have them. And and it said in the Bible that God gave us everything that we need, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that right there, that, that that's all I need. You know what I'm saying? That's right. You know, if, if we're really children of the most high, then we don't necessarily, we, we, we can't. Like, you, you, do you have kids? No, I don't have any children. <laughs> I got kids. I got, I got I got 2.5 children. My stepson is my .5. But once you have children, it's another level of, to me, a, a better understanding of God. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. we're God's children. So once you have children, you start seeing your kids, they, they're doing things that you do, and you didn't teach them it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when I start saying that, I was like, Well golly, I think I think we all are children of God. So we all do something like He does without yeah. him teaching it to us. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. and that's when you, you hear people have gifts, gifts of discernment, gifts of, of leadership, gifts of um sacrifice. You have everybody's spirits have a have a stronger tendency or gift towards one. But the true journey for all of us is to get to actually be all the gifts that God has, be able to use them in all facets. See, that's why He takes us multiple lifetimes. You know, what I'm saying, if you come here, mm-hmm. your natural gift is to be of service. Then that's going to be the easy part. Now, on the flip side of that, you got some shit you got to deal with. Because I guarantee you, if you got one thing that's good, you got to balance it because everything is a balance. That's mm-hmm. right. You got to, you know, so so part of your journey may be. You know, finding out how to get to the other side of, of 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 another gift. You know what I'm saying? You might you might be giving service to everybody, but your your spirit of discernment is off, so you always find yourself in really bad relationships all the time. So you really mm-hmm. can't serve like you need to serve because you haven't focused on b- developing your discernment quality or your gift or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So every lifetime is here to teach us a different gift. We we, we come here each time with a different one already developed, I and mean, it's up to us to to try to figure out the rest. You know what I'm saying? Again, back to purpose. You know, my purpose now. I know fulfilling it, my purpose now this in this life cycle is to serve and, and, and lead a way that I didn't in the previous life. Or maybe I've done it already before. Maybe I need to do it better this time around. I don't know. But I know right, I have a, right. I have a- I have a different burn or I feel a burn to, to, to be out in front, to lead by example, and to like try to pull my people. And I'm I say my people, I mean, African-American descent people, people who look like me and get us to see the light inside of them. It's like, I I feel like I have it inside of me. I think my purpose is to show, show that, you know, be confident, be, be, be very faithful in myself and and teach and show like, man, this, this is, this is not theoretical for me, man. I'm I'm a two time one percenter now. Like I'm, I made it in a fail doing it this way. Now I'm a working actor, taking care of my family, doing it this way, and all these things. I spoke, I spoke them. I wrote them down. I did all the things that in the Bible that says if you do it, it works. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. your is life and death. I never speak death into my life ever. I don't. I don't say the word can't. I don't let my kids say the word can. That's right. I don't deactivate myself. I don't like. I don't let anybody call me humble. Me and my wife, mm-hmm. we have a. We have. We have a problem. We have a a disconnect on that because I'm like, she's like, Well, humble to be doesn't mean what it means in a dictionary. I said, Well it doesn't matter what you think it means, what it means is what it means. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> so my thing is to her is like, yo, you may say what it means to you, but trust me, the word in itself your spirit knows what it means. and Your spirit is what you got to connect to. You know what I'm saying? In human form, you may interpret it one way, but the spirit knows what humble is. Humble is bow down to everything other than what you're supposed to, which is the only God. So, mm-hmm. ain't no, but they put that on us all the time as black people. You know what I'm saying? They want us to always live up to that. Oh, you're you, you doing this, but be humble. Nah, man. You know what? Look the word <laughs> humble up. I'm, that's not an adjective that you can ever attach to me. There's nothing positive about that word. So for mm. me, I'm all, about, I'm all about words. I'm all about the tongue. I'm all about speaking my destiny because I've seen it. Like I tell my wife all the time, I'm never panic about nothing because I know the future. I've seen the future. You know what I'm saying? It, it, those blueprints, which I call our dreams, people call them dreams. I call them blueprints. You know, I feel like mm-hmm. every time we come, we, we got to build something. You know, we got to build a, a legacy, build something. So when you got blueprints, you got your papers, you got your blueprints. Now you got to find the people to help you build these blueprints. You know what I'm saying? That's, so that's why, right. That's why your circle is so important. You know what I'm saying? If I'm trying to be an actor and be this and be that, I got to be around quality, good people that see the same thing I see, you know, because if you got somebody around you that doesn't believe, it doesn't feel, you know what I'm saying? That was the whole story of Judas. I mean, the that's Bible right. just tells the story of just, look, man, that story, all that, made, all that story meant to me was keep this, you know, pay attention to the people you spend the most time with. Mm. So that's, that's a whole not-
0: other conversation.
1: That's a whole yeah. other conversation. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? i mean but i but I, I i make it so simple in my mind so because i'm not a real religious guy i'm not i'm spiritual in a way you know what i'm saying i don't i don't go to church every weekend i'm just do none of that mm-hmm. stuff. no i believe when i pray i'm praying to myself that's connected to the to the most high you know a prayer right. for me is a reminder a prayer for me is a reminder of what 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 goal i'm working on you know what i'm saying yeah people people pray but they pray somewhere that i'm like where are y'all praying to you need to be focused and intentional in what you praying and who you're praying to and what you praying you know what i'm saying so what you're saying in those words is what's activating in your spirit. You, you pray before you go to sleep. You sleep on that. And next thing you know, that whole night, your mind is manifesting. Your mind is working. The universe right. is working. Everything is working. You know, so people always say, I prayed for this. But well, that means you, you believed it, that it was going to happen, and your, and, your, and your energy moved it to happen. There was no yeah. omnipotent thing moving around, coming and playing and touching people's lives. They gave us everything we need to be as great as them. They gave us everything that we could be as great as them. We are the ones that, who, have, have, who, who deactivated that. You know what I'm saying? So my whole goal is to get back to my full potential and full power and just be the best version of that every time around and just lead by example and show, like, yo, this is what everybody can do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Have to lead by example. So you dropped a lot of nuggets, right there. Okay, you dropped yeah, a lot of Yeah, I get, I
1: get carried away to stop me. I was like, I tell people all the time, I didn't talking too much. But yeah, so let's what's the next question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you could describe yourself in one word, what would it be and why?
1: In one word, that's a good question. Um, What would I be if I could describe myself in one word? Hey, you know what's funny? The first thing that came to my brain was disintentional. Uh
0: mm, hmm
1: I, the first word that came when you said that was intentional. Now, you know, I, I go to my therapist, you know, once a month. So we'll, we'll, we'll break that down and figure out why I said that. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be work it out on this call. But again, that's another thing I that I believe mm-hmm. in is mental health and awareness. So, oh, yeah. You know, the elephant in the room can only hurt you if we don't acknowledge it. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like if you let a big-ass elephant get you in the room, you deserve to get got. You just gotta be honest. Like but there's the elephant. This is what I'm dealing with. This is what this is. So it can't hurt me because I cause am taken the power away from it. Right. You know? Right. So that's that's another thing we gotta do as black people. We gotta we gotta we gotta start addressing our elephants because we got we got generational elephants in our rooms, you know what I'm saying? We we got room we got elephants from other people's lives in our rooms that we mm. gotta clear out, you know, before we can really make progress.
0: That's right. That is right, that is so true. So so, so okay. one word for me right now would be intentional. I like the word intentional. I think one more other person might have used the word intentional on this podcast, but intentional is always a good word. So can you give us a backstory on basically how you got inspired to do what you do today?
1: First grade, I was uh, I did a play, and uh, I played Puss in Boots in this play in the first grade, and um, I had one line, and I'll never forget when I did my line, how my mother cheered, and the crowd clapped, and all those things happened. It, it sparked something in me, and I was like, yo... <laughs> That's what love is. So I was like, yo, that's what I want to do forever, which when I started playing sports, you know, that's what everybody pushed me towards. And and for me, sports was still synonymous with performance for me. So Mm -hmm. it was, you know, the crowds, the clapping in the chair, was all the same for me. And I always believed that if you have a gift, that you got to use that to, to, you know, fulfilled. So, you know, I I honored that gift with my mind, always backstory thinking about my next, my next, um, my next, move of, or gift usage, which I always knew I was good with people. I was good in um, my personality. I always, you know, I, I knew I I knew I was going to be an actor. I mean, you know, I I love movies. I mean, I, I've been, man, Star Wars changed my life, man. Movies like that, was growing up was like, yo, i got to do this for my life. Like, this is the best, that's, this is the best thing ever. Like, you know, I, I want, you know, that's one of my goals as an actor is I need to create a couple classic projects that just stand the test of time. Mm. Like, man, you know what I'm saying? And I tell people all the time, I'm very, I'm very, like I said, I'm intentional. Like I, I'm working to when I leave this planet on this trip. I need the world to mourn. I want to be missed by the world, and I'm not afraid to say that. You know what I'm saying? People sometimes people play that whole. Oh well, I'm just, you know, I'm just here to. I don't play meek. I don't play that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not playing shortchanging my goal. I'm not shortchanging how I see myself. I'm not shortchanging none of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be just as boisterous and, as, and, and cool with that as, as I should be. Like, anybody, everybody should be. Like, I don't, you know, I, as I got older, I learned not to dim my life to make anybody comfortable. You know? Mm-hmm. That's the biggest lesson that I would, you know, like people always ask me the question, what would you tell your younger self? I'm like, yo, don't, don't, don't dim no part of you for nobody. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a lot. Right. I am a lot of I am a lot of human. I know that I'm a lot of personality. I'm a lot of spirit. I'm a lot of energy, and I'm not for everybody.
0: Yeah, that's I'm cool true. That. Mm-hmm. I'm
1: cool with that. So I make I make unsure people, unconfident people uncomfortable. Mm. I do, I like and and that's a, and that's always a telltale to me if we're ever gonna even be in like if we meet in passing, which I'm cool with everybody initially until I, you know until I get a read on you and I, that determines if I'm gonna be in, a, be in your circle or you be in my circle because. I'm not playing the game of you you don't you don't know who you are because i know exactly who i am and that can rattle people sometimes who who try to figure it out you know what i'm saying right and that that makes people do things outside of themselves
0: you know what we don't like that <laughs> no, we do not okay. like that <laughs> we do not like that so i see that you're a big sickle cell these advocate yeah and- I have a sickle cell cell cell. <sighs> right so can you tell our listeners about the keep pedaling movement
1: keep pedaling movement. That's it's really intentional again i I guess it all connects back to that word you asked which was a dope question thank you for that i'm gonna use that somewhere but for me the keep pedaling mantra is i ride bikes you know i I cycle so that's like um what i figured out i don't meditate traditionally Mm -hmm. like i don't sit down on a mat and and center myself because i can't like I'm, i'm too antsy for that
0: so okay I
1: figured out, as I, like I said, this is all stuff as I've grown and learned myself and I'm always constantly learning myself. So like for me, being an athlete, my, I'm very much in tune with my body physically. So my physical body is a very, I have a very spiritual connection through that. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for me, to really get into my spirit, I need to be into my body somehow. So that's, that's what cycling did for me. to opened my spirit up so when I'm on my bike, riding 20, 30, 40, 50 or 100 miles, wherever I'm doing I'm 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 meditating. I'm like it's called active meditation. You can look it up. It's it's actually a thing where people need some people need to actually go run or do something to meditate. Which for me, mm-hmm. that's what it does for me. So the whole keep pedaling thing came about as I'm riding. I, I remember one time I'm riding and it's like I started I started making life. Like, I just started seeing life as I was riding. Like, okay, this is like bird's eye view. Like, I started seeing the world as I'm riding. Like, okay, this big-ass hill is coming. This is like my career. Like, mm. it's a long hill. It's going to hurt trying to get to the top of this thing. It's going to be moments where I'm climbing this hill on this bike. I'm going to have a doubt. Like, man, do I need to get off and just walk? Or, it, you know, my mind, my brain, my legs be burning, my heart be burning. And it's like, if I can push through that, and, and make this hill a metaphorical part of my career or my marriage or a friendship or something, that that makes my spirit say, okay, we're going to fight for that. We not gonna we, we know how to fight. We know how to stay in that. So, like, you know, you look around your career, you feel like, Damn, this ain't just taking forever. Or this is this and that and that and, that and this. Then you, you go back to my mantra. Keep pedaling, baby. You're going to get to the top of the hill eventually. You just got to keep pedaling. Sometimes nice. you're going to go faster. Sometimes you're going to go slower. But if you don't stop, you're going to get there. That's the guarantee. Just keep pedaling in life and everything. So if you got a dream, pedaling. If you got you in a relationship, you fighting for, it, keep pedaling. If you got, it's keep pedaling is synonymous synonymous with life. And and I tell people all the time, it started on a bike, but it's bigger than a bike. It's, it's really life. And my logo, my I got my clothing line is coming with the logo. I built I develop a logo. It's like okay, it's, yeah. So it's just you know it's gonna be synonymous because like I said, I'm a two time one percent. It's not theoretical for me. I tell people all the time, like, yo, I did it once. I, I made it to 100,000 people dreams or a million people's dreams. I did that once now. Now I'm doing it again. Like, this is what I know how to do. Like, my brother told me something a long time ago. He said, man, once you make it to the 1% once, it's muscle memory to do it again. And if you ask any billionaire, millionaire, they've been broke and rich about as many times as they've been rich. Oh, wow. Because through that, they, they you got to fail. You got you to gotta grow. But the difference is between me and... Ninety-eight percent of the world, which i always say you got two percent of people, like people, people like you, you talk about your script. Because I know ninety-eight percent of people not gonna do it. Ninety-eight mm-hmm. percent of the people in the world not gonna work for it. Ninety-eight percent of the people in the world not gonna start their own podcast and start developing their own brand like you doing. You see what I'm saying? Ninety-eight percent of the world not gonna do it. You you're a 2% to 2% to you a two percent of two percent of one percent? one the one percent is where you where, to the point where you like yo this the podcast and all that yo yo yo, yo that's how your life is. Everything for you. You don't have to do. You don't have to go to work. You don't do that. You you are living exactly where you want. That's that's the next level for you. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm always intrigued and always happy to support other people doing following their dreams and facing chasing their dreams. So yeah, you know I you know I say this on record. No matter how big I no matter how big I get in my career, if you can get to me and call me, I will always come and do your show, no matter where it's at. If it's on top of the world, you still where you at. I'm still come and help you.
0: Yes, yes, that's what it is. It's all about that. Like. That's that circle I tell people that you wanna be a part of. Like, regardless if things get rough, regardless if things are at the greatest, like you need them people to be still cheering you on. Like it's still more cheer after you reach one goal. There's another goal right after that. Like you have to keep going.
1: Yeah, like all my close friends though, like call the other friend if you need somebody to uh cry with and be down with. if you wanna get if you wanna get picked up and get out the, get out the bed, call Because I don't let you wallow. I'm not gonna let you wallow. I'm going to listen to the mm. problem, and I'm going to tell you, you got two choices. Figure it out or don't. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the choices. What are we talking about? It's as simple as just doing it. Get to it. Don't look at how long it's going to take to get out of it. Don't look at none of that. Just get to getting out of it. That's all I tell people. Just get to getting.
0: Mm. You know what I'm saying?
1: People get so stuck, worried about eight things that haven't happened yet. You know? Mm. Like, how do, start, how do I start acting? Uh... Go to class. Start learning how to do it. You know watch How much TV you watch? How many movies you watch? How many movies you watched yesterday? Or, you know, I ask you the simple stuff. Like I don't watch TV. Why well, you want to be an actor?
0: Right.
1: <laughs> I don't watch movies. Why you want to be an actor?
0: Yeah, you know, simple things lie. like that.
1: Let's just let's just do 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 the do the work, and you you'll be surprised exactly what happens. Do the work, believing yourself without without a single fabric of doubt, because the doubt is gonna creep in whether you want it to or not. Yeah. So, so you cannot willingly open the door to doubt. You got to let it creep in and you, you got to actively fight it out. That's another reason why I say keep him. You know, that's, you know, when that doubt hit, you know, you might, your pedal stroke might slow down. You might actually start contemplating. Should I get off this damn bike and stop? Should I quit? Should I not do this no more? Should I just stay, you know, go get me a simple job and just stick with that for 80 years of my life and retire and be miserable until I die? Those are the options. Or do I chase my dream knowing it's going to be hard as hell because it's my blueprint mm-hmm. and, and part of the faith thing that God says we got to operate through is faith is easy when everything's good.
0: Right. Like faith, is, <laughs> faith, faith,
1: faith wouldn't be shit if it took you one year to become a top, you know, if it took you one year to become the rock. Faith is easy. Faith is tested when I'm two years in year twenty and I said it was gonna take fifteen and I'm in year twenty and I'm still hitting, mm-hmm. I'm still peddling. That's faith. That's that's the that's where your power kick in at. Mm. I tell people all the time, like when the shit gets hard, that's when you gotta that's when you should be grinning. You should be, like, Oh, okay, okay. That that means that means it's time to really lock in. I some mean, something, something is, something is testing me to see if I really want this. The universe is gonna test you to see if you really want it. They gon' they to no, test you along the way. Sure they are test you. test you along the way. Do you want to make this podcast bigger? You gon' know, it's to come. Do you do you want to or do you not? Here's the test.
0: Mm-hmm. They, they, you
1: got to make a choice. That's the whole free will thing. Make the choice. Heaven and hell is what you make you here and why you here. You don't. Oh, I, don't really? I don't. You don't. You, you you're not going nowhere to neither one of the places when you live here. You you this, that that's what you experience while you here. I remember that line Tupac had in one of his songs, man, you wanna see a crackhead, that's internal fire. Wow. Uh-uh. Like, and don't be missed pot, man. But I'm, that's the kind of stuff that I be on, man. Like you better, you wanna see internal fire, man, look at a crackhead. Look at somebody who can't not beat themselves. That's me is him. Right. Mm hmm. That's that's that's, that, that's me, that me is the very essence of hell. And how many people you know that can't stop beating themselves? Yeah, and, and the people that you notice like that, they always miserable, they always complaining, they always negative, they always, to me, that's hailing me. And I'm 40 something years old, I got three gray hairs, I'll be like, yo, I'm, I'm not stressing,
0: I'm not doing that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Don't trip,
1: I got them in my baby hair and I'll be tripping. <laughs> Dude, I, oh, I got friends I grew up with, I'm like, man, y'all let be the same age, man, that's what y'all doing, man? Y'all stressing me. Oh my you know? god.
0: Oh my gosh. Mm, 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 mm. That was alright. Cool. What's the next question? We didn't got all of <laughs> Because it was good conversation. So, you know, growing up, you had a role model or a mentor. I'm sure you did. I want to know who it was, and did it change over the years?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I think I went through cycles of those those type of people in my life. I think constantly, you know, my mother was my, you know, my biggest. Um, advocate, obviously she was the one of the people who poured the most life into me. Um, Mm -hmm. She poured so much into me that I'm still overflowing. Like it's going to take a lifetime for me to run out of the life she poured into me. But along the way, you know, as like I was talking to some friends, I was like, man, parenting, the biggest part of parenting is is keeping your kids around the right circles of people, man. So like for me, my parents were really diligent about, you know, bringing good people in my life. So, you know, I had coaches and um, a few teachers that, that molded me along the way to really helped my, you know help me mold into the man I wanted to be just by you know just stealing some of the principles they live by, and you know we just had a good vibe. and I tell people all the time it's all energy, we all have a frequency, it's a unique frequency, but nothing nothing is new under the sun, so we all have particles and pieces of frequency that that are identical that that do match it's like the DNA sequence we all got the same DNA it's just sequenced these differently so the frequencies I talk about, like mentors and stuff along the way, you know. Of course, you you come here through your parents. How many times you didn't have you? You grew up, or you might even, it might even be your your reality. You you have two parents, and you just not real close to one of them. Right. Like, how many people you know like that? Like, and it's not anything other than they frequencies just don't match up like they need to. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, along the way, I had a lot of mentors and people who, you know, their frequencies, you know, agree with mine. And, you know, I, I was able to, you know, copy some of the frequency code that they use and made a part of mine and made mine a little bit more rhythmic and a little, little stronger. So, yeah, I had a, I had tons of people like that along the way. I, I would be remiss to say that I didn't, you know, at this point. It's, right. it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to not stand out. I like, like I said, my mother is the, is the root of it all for me. And um, so everything after that is it's just gravy. So. You know, I had tons of mentors. I played sports my whole life, so you know, I, I come from an environment of enthusiasm and champion building, and you can yeah. do anything. So my 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 I've been engineered to be this way. I
0: mm. Listen, at least you had some good folks around with you. But some yeah. people don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, and that's and that's
1: and that's real. And that's real. Like you know, people people always want to say you know. Certain groups of people are this, certain groups of people are that, but it's no coincidence that they put certain groups of people in this, in, this, in tight environments to just kind of see exactly how that works. You know, it's just it's just a lot of times you don't have the resources, or it's so many other things going on that we we can't identify that somebody is bad for us because we got eight other things that we got to worry about. You know, so you know when it's, when it's a lot of chaos, it's really hard to, to sort through it all. Yeah. And quite frankly, black people in this country have been living in chaos yeah yeah and and the, and the scary part of it is we we don't even know it <laughs> that's what that's what we that's what we losing at. we don't even know we've been living in chaos we think we all good
0: right because we so adjusted to it we so think we, yeah. and teams and
1: teams. we so adju- we so adjusted to we so adjusted to chasing behind our oppressors and wanting not them you know their 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 approval and they just all the stuff that's happening within the film with the guy hitting the helmet and then you got um the Colin Kaepernick situation—it's like, golly, man! Mm-hmm. Like I'm hearing people, I'm like one of my close friends. We all played in the NFL. He was like, "Man, it's, it's a privilege to play in the NFL." I said, "Brother, you—you you part of the problem, man. It's not a privilege to play in the NFL. It's a privilege for them to have us play in the NFL." I mm-hmm. said, "No." I said, "Dude, how we—how we the whole pie? We're the whole meat of the pie, but we still fighting for crumbs. I like, mm-hmm. don't understand why in the world, with all the people we got in our community that has enough money and capital." And where We could already have our own, we could have our own football league. We could have our own NBA team where we don't have to ever have a problem with capital. He can come out there with a whole flag on saying what he protests because it's our, he's an owner. He's an owner in the league now. He's not just an pl- uh, employee. You know what I'm saying? We have the power to be our own owners. Like, why? Well, why can't we have an NFL league where, where, where all the players have equity in the league? As long as you play, you got equity. Right. You know what I'm saying? If the league make a billion dollars that year, we, we split the equity up amongst the damn partners of the league, which is all of us. Which if we all form the league together, we would make the same money that the NFL making times ten because nobody turns in to see them. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, what that'd saying? be dope,
0: it's- it's-
1: though. It's- that's the only way we're going to be free, and that's the only way we're going to ever get a seat at the table. We, we still chase behind a Democrat or a Republican. Don't of them people mean us no way. Why are we, we concerned our energies with that? We should be concerned our energies with trying to get a nationality. Black people in America don't even have a nationality. What's black? That's no, that, that, that has no flag. It's African-American. That's what we don't. What's African-American? That has, no, that has no culture, no flag. Yeah, we all live in America. We're Americans, but American Chinese are American Chinese. They have a flag. If something go wrong, Hong Kong, Japanese, Korea, somebody coming to get them. Who coming to get us? Who coming to get us, y'all? Nobody. Because, again, we still trying to be down. We need to be trying to figure out how to get us a there in the national in the United Nations. You know what I'm saying? Black people in the United States need to starve themselves as a sovereign nation, like like the Cherokees, like the Whites, like Jews, like the Koreans, like and there's nothing wrong with that. But again, as soon as we start talking like that and saying things like that, now we're 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 not trying to know. See that's the brainwash. You know? Mm-hmm. That's the brainwash. You know. We gotta start we gotta start looking out for each other and helping each other, man. In every call, in every way we can. So that's that's one of my that's one of my purposes. Like I said, lead by example. I'm writing movies that that depict that, you know, depict that that vision. You know, if I show the world mm. what we look like, if we got our emancipation from the government, now I might spur the generation to actually work to get our emancipation. And they form our nation, form us, form us a, a nation under, within this nation, which should be which should be fine. You know, wow. let us have our let 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 us go off on our own and see how we figure it out. You know. You know, we don't need none of your none of your bargains. We don't want your welfare. We don't want none of your shit. We don't just figure it ourselves. So in the meantime, keep your police squad. Keep all your things. We'll police ourselves. Another problem: why we got all these white cops policing neighborhoods they don't live in? It's really hard to shoot a kid that you uh. have, that you, you got to get groceries at the same grocery store that does his parents. It's just hard. I don't give a damn how much you don't like that race. Right. So a, a police officer should never be able to work in the damn place that he don't live. First and foremost, uh, that's the uh, first uh. thing that's happened white black or whatever and if you don't have enough people that live in that community that want to police that community then you just you know they got to figure it out but i guarantee that community will step up like they did back in the day with the black panthers oh yeah just leave them alone just leave them alone that's the trick you know what i'm saying black panthers was under to police in their community but they was too organized that scared them people Mm-mm-mm. yeah we Whoa. just hope that conversation always takes a turn what's the next question
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you I, feel, I, I feel- was your biggest challenge to get where you are today, and how did you overcome that?
1: My biggest challenge is always me. That's it. It's me. I don't have any outside influences stopping me. Like again, I have un- almost belief in myself because I'm a child of God. So there is no challenge other than myself. I don't put no gods before me or my or or, or my most high. So why am I? Mm-hmm. There is no challenge. Like that's funny. My son had the same question for me. He has a homework time. He asked me that same question last night, and I, I sit there and struggle. Like I don't have no challenges. I mean, you got people that don't believe and don't 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 think, don't believe in me like I believe in myself. But that ain't that ain't that, ain't, that ain't, that's not their problem. Right. That's not my problem, you know. I tell people all the time, man, you you gotta be able to have a self contained belief in yourself. You can't look to your wife, you can't look to your bu- boyfriend, you can't look to your friend, you can't look to your mommy, or your daddy, none of that. The most successful people in life believe regardless. That's you know crazy. what I'm saying? Just just look at history. That is your the truth. If true. Your biggest challenge is always gonna be yourself, which is always myself. Do I do I procrastinate then don't and don't edit don't finish editing King David? That's the challenge. Do I, do yeah. I not, you know, so that's the challenge. Do I, do I, do I not focus on what I need to focus on right now to get to where my next vision is? Do I, do I wait or do I go now? That's the challenge for me. Do I go fast or do I just go slow? So I guess, again, again my biggest challenge is always myself, man. Like, you know, cause I, you can always sit around as an actor and wait for people to get your job and do all oh, that. Yeah. I, I've, I've been doing that, but at the same time, I'm writing, I'm creating my own content. So I guess the biggest challenge for me is how much do I believe in that content? How much do I believe yeah. in if it's real? So which which will which will push me to what I need to get to in it? Like so yeah. That again, it's all it comes back to yourself. So my biggest challenge is me.
0: Mm, that's a good one. I've heard that one a couple times on here. So how do you practice self care? Because I know you get busy. So how do you set self-care. your time aside for yourself to do what you need to do for you? Well, for me.
1: Um, Self-care comes in the form of many things. Like, for me, it's like I went to the movie day by myself and just saw Harriet, you know, and went and supported supported another, another film and watched the film, and had two hours out of the day where I could just enjoy the film and got my bike ride in, and, and I listened to my spirit. Like, a lot of days, you know, sometimes I just say, man, I'm going to just sit here and do nothing today, because tomorrow, mm-hmm. in the next 20 days, I'm about to be grinding ridiculously. You know what I'm saying? I got a two week grind. Like I had this last two and three months has been crazy for me. This is like really the first week I was actually just kind of maybe sit down for a hot second. But like I said, my spirit is like really fighting to get this King David movie done. So I got to really okay, yeah. And and King David is a movie that shows us getting our emancipation, and we and it comes after actual Civil War. Okay, like a real Civil War. It's like all right, enough is enough, guys. Like y'all gonna be done. We done with y'all. Just keep fucking with us. Nobody talks mm. about Tulsa and nobody, you know, Americans are so funny to me because they go through all this stuff and nobody talks about the the, the the atrocities that's been done upon us. Nobody even just said, we apologize. Just
0: <laughs> <laughs> imagine that.
1: <laughs> but imagine how far that it goes. Just like, look guys, yeah. you know, we, we dropped the ball on all this shit, we did. And that would be the first way, but they not, they don't think they are wrong. That's why I know they don't think they are wrong. That's why I know the only way for us to really see each other eye to eye is that we might have to put out one of their eyes. You, never, right. mm-hmm. you know, right? You know, I'm saying they, they not they not gonna listen until so they gotta start sitting you know to, to stuff happen start happening on the end where you know like this opiate opiate addiction that's happening now. Nowadays, so, now it's now it's epidemic because it's affecting them more and it's affecting like, us. Uh, did you see Dave Chappelle uh, stand up?
0: Yes, I did.
1: Oh my god, mm-hmm. like, no, I get it. See, I get it why y'all don't give a damn by a crack. I mean, because I don't give a damn about y'all opiate addictions. I just don't. It's <laughs> like I get it because again. Other black people, we keep expecting them to care about us like we care about everybody else. That ain't how this shit work, man.
0: You
1: got to care about us first, and then if we got enough left over, yeah, come on in and get some of this bread. Everybody here, everybody here pulls, so yeah, we got a little extra, but we give all the bread out to everybody else, and then we start, then we fight over what we have left. Yeah. Amongst ourselves. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the craziest phenomenon. Like I saw Harriet today, Harriet, and they, were, they, they, had, that, they had a scene there with Course with the Preacher, basically. Tell him, love your master. But this preacher was actually working with the Underground Railroad in the down low, but of course he yep. had to keep, but he had to keep working and saying what he had to say so he could keep his, his freedom. So they let him live yep. live in his church by himself and they didn't bother him because he was doing their job.
0: Mm-hmm. He was
1: supposed to keep the slaves in order, but he was still doing stuff on the down low, which was, I, I love how they let that happen and show that, but but it shows the flip side because it's a lot of pastors and preachers who ain't, they ain't still helping the Underground right. Railroad. Right, You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I yep. get it, you, you, you you're a tax up you ain't, you ain't spending no taxes you deserve, but you can't be doing a job you actually you actually working for the government we got all these mega churches, and we' done had so many things happening in in, 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 the, in the black community overall, and I ain't seen none of them step up. I ain't seen not one mega church step up and just really put their parishioners and put all that and all that energy behind something you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like you start you start getting those churches moving that that is a that is a mo that's a movement, that's a force.
0: Oh, but they, don't. they don't.
1: Sure. They don't do nothing. They just sit there and they
0: keep preaching
1: that crazy word of love thy neighbor, love the motherfuckers who oppress you, know, you, all that and they just they just and they and they get and they get you to pay them for it. But have the people in the church damn lights getting cut off. I don't understand that. If I'm a pastor and you are part of my church and you you can't be you can't be in trouble if I if I call myself the leader of these people. I can't mm-hmm. you can't be in trouble. I can't have not one person that's under my lead struggling in a way that in a way that can be fixed Mm -hmm. that's if you're a real pastor that's if you're a real leader yeah (laughs) when i was managing and running restaurants and man i didn't if 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 payroll got messed up because the company i was working for the payroll kept getting messed up as the general manager i made sure everybody in the building had their paycheck before i ate before i even got mine yeah that's how it's supposed to be for the people for the people that's how it's supposed to be because i knew i knew that if i lost all those people then we don't have nothing. I can see the big right. picture, you know what I'm saying? That, that's another thing, black people as well as us people, we got to learn just playing the long game, man. I'm, I'm getting my NBA up in Florida, in New York. So I've been I've been going up now, you know, I've done three or four modules I'm and I'm learning and seeing the world completely be at a different angle now. The angle that our people, you know, our generation didn't really see. Like I, I'm playing NFL. I came. I went through a lot of money already. In life, you know what I'm saying? Like I made more money than my parents ever made, and I didn't have any of the financial literacy that I have now. Like, mm-hmm. imagine if I got that literacy, or my kids, they will have it when they get to that point. You know what I'm saying? And they will have money coming whatever from whatever I built that can help them that's start right. off and do what they do. You know, so that's that's, mm-hmm. that's why I was my wife is like, "Yo, we on we on pace. You know, we're doing fine. Like we're way more successful than our parents was in the in the way of." you know, monetarily things that, in that way, you know, so we, are on right. pace. Our, our job is to make sure our kids continue that pace. You know, that's the that's evolution part of it. That's what it's about. That's what it is about. The long game, but we're not taught that. We're taught, we're taught the short game. We're taught the short term because we've been programmed to believe that, you know, we, we, you know, we don't know what's next. Right. We don't do it. We're not programmed to worry about what's next. So, you know, as soon as we get a big check, we go buy Mercedes Benz and a Ferrari and do all that dumb stuff. When we don't, when we don't have no real, when we don't own nothing, we don't have nothing. <laughs> like black people, we ain't got no airlines, we ain't got no grocery store. We, if something really happens, we are screwed.
0: <laughs> Beyond
1: screwed. <food. laughs> Beyond screwed. Every nationality food. got some, every nationality in this country got places they gonna go. In every city, you see a little Chinatown or a little Korea town or a little elite or a little or or all the white area, right? know. They all got places they can go if something really hit the fan. Where we go? Popeyes to get the damn chicken sandwich.
0: <laughs> and it's <Really>? nasty anyway.
1: <laughs> I I'm not even I'm not even I'm not even jumping. I'm I I have no interest in trying it. Like I'm not that that has no that does not move my spirit. It's a chicken, it's a sandwich, you guys. Really?
0: Oh, really? Did with, 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 with that easily distracted? Yeah, very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah oh. dog. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So, what is one resource that you use every single day, and it can be in business or in your personal life that you cannot live without?
1: Oh yeah. shit. <laughs> um, I almost said I almost said almost said the people, but I may not that either. <laughs> um, no. Um, every day, everybody every day is man, my mind, yeah, my mind.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a good resource. <laughs> yeah, for,
1: for me, it's just sharpening my mind. Every day I'm trying to sharpen. Every day I'm trying to, uh, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if anybody else feels what I feel about shit. but I be always every day trying to master myself. Mm. Oh, every day, I just try to master myself. If I had a little short, I was a little impatient the day before about something that somebody said to me, next few days, I'm trying to master myself against that so it can never happen again. I don't know. I'm just that weird
0: guy. I don't know. I'm weird like that it's not weird it's not (laughs) clear so i guess every day i'm
1: myself (laughs) i couldn't live without myself i couldn't live without my mind my sense of self because that that's what i that's what i that's as long as i got a sense of myself i can do anything nothing nothing can stop me so i in no situation can hit stop me nothing as long as i got a sense of myself and, and don't forget who i am and what i am i'm good that's right
0: so can you tell our listeners about any um, upcoming projects or events that you may have?
1: Well, you know, Saints and was a great season. This last season I just passed on Bounce TV. We had one of the best seasons of, of the series, 7 million viewers, um, new yes. viewers to the series. Um, Ambitions is back on on Tuesdays oh, on OWN. Um, that's been a hit show for OWN this year. Um, I just finished a play in Dallas. I got a play coming up in Atlanta, Valentine's Day weekend. Um, if you guys need anybody time that weekend game with with uh, Q Parker, Latasha Scott, Tony Tone, uh, it's an all star cast. I'm just really yeah. fortunate to actually be included in it. And um, what else? What else? What else? What else? And again, I'm working on King David, man. King David is gonna be a movie that changes the world. I'm 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 every interview I say it on. I'm just gonna keep putting that energy into the universe because yeah, it's just you know. And then I keep speaking, and it's gonna keep me editing this thing on point because it's like top enough shit, you are gonna have to back it up.
0: So
1: yeah. keep talking. Keep keep speaking the universe and the universe was like got we gotta prove this boy right or we gonna or we gonna be looked at as a sham. Yeah. And I put yeah. I put the press I put the pressure on universal guy. Like, look that' I'm out here doing it, you better show up. Yes,
0: yes. How can our can... people find you on social media?
1: Karan Joseph Riley, Instagram, Karan Joseph Riley on Facebook, Karan J Riley on Twitter. You can find me on Amazon Prime. You can find me on Bounce TV. You can find me on TV One. You can find me on BT. You can find me on TV. Yes. Just Google my name. You can find me. I ain't hard. Like you said, one of, my, one of my people, I ain't hard to find. I'm working on being impossible to hide. That's what I'm working on. I
0: know. That's right. I love it. I love it. I love it. So before we go, can you give our listeners one piece of advice in regards to bossing up, not just in business, but in life?
1: One thing I can say, just that one of the, one of the I guess, one thing in life is um, you go get out of it what you put into it. Bottom line, put everything that you do with intention, belief, desire, and I guarantee you, you will achieve whatever you want to in this world.
0: Yeah, that was a good piece of advice. I hope everybody was taking down those gems you were writing, how, you know, you was dropping the gems, you you was telling the people how they can contact you on social media. I was just excited and happy to have you on the podcast today, come on.
1: I'm so happy to be here, and I thank you for the opportunity to um, talk and to share with you, and I wish you so much success in your journey. I wish you clarity. I wish you intentions, and I wish, above all of that, a little bit of universal luck.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And with that being said, I hope everybody has an amazing day and continue to boss up with purpose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose. Both.